to the Dark Origins of Disney, a series where I, your host Ebony, deep dive into the original fables that your favourite Disney stories derived from. This is a 10-part series focusing on some of the most well-loved children's tales spanning across the years as well as a bonus episode at the end, focusing on Disney as a whole, the company and Walt Disney himself. Disclaimer. This is an origin story series and will not be focusing on the current backlash surrounding the new live-action films. Also, spoilers ahead. With that being said, my name is Ebony. This is the FilmSpark podcast. With that being said, my name is Ebony. This is the FilmSpark podcast and you're listening to episode 5 of the Dark Origins of Disney series, Frozen. The film Frozen is a 2013 American computer animated musical fantasy film produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios and released by Walt Disney Pictures. The 53rd Disney animated feature film, it is inspired by the 1844 fairy tale The Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen. The story of Frozen follows Princess Elsa of Arendelle possesses magical powers allowing her to control ice and snow, often using them to play with her younger sister Anna. After Elsa accidentally injures Anna with her magic, their parents, the king and queen, take them to a colony of stone trolls led by Grand Pabby, who heals Anna and erases her memories of Elsa's magic. Grand Pabby warns Elsa that she must learn to control her powers and that fear will be her greatest enemy. The sisters are isolated within the castle, whose gates are closed off to the public. Out of fear of her increasingly unpredictable powers, Elsa seizes all contact with Anna causing them to become emotionally distant. When the sisters are teenagers, the king and queen are lost at sea and presumed dead. At the age of 21, Elsa is due to be crowned queen, but fears that her subjects will discover her magic and fear her. The castle gates are opened for the first time in years to the public and visiting dignitaries, including the scheming Duke of Wesselton and the handsome Prince Hans of the Southern Isles. Elsa's coronation proceeds without incident, but she remains distant from Anna. Anna and Hans develop a romantic connection during the festivities and her impulsively proposes to her, but Elsa objects when they seek her blessing. Hurt and confused, Anna protests, begging Elsa to explain her fear and isolation. The emotional strain causes Elsa to accidentally unleash her powers before the court. Branded a monster by the Duke, Elsa flees to the North Mountain, where she finally acknowledges her powers, building an ice palace to live a hermit life. Unbeknownst to Elsa, her magic has caused Arendelle to fall under an internal winter. Anna ventures to find Elsa and end the winter, leaving Hans in command. After getting lost, she meets an iceman named Kristoff and his reindeer Sven, recruiting them to take her to the mountains. An attack by wolves damages Kristoff's sleigh beyond repair. Forced to continuing the journey on foot, Anna and Kristoff meet Olaf, a talking snowman unknowingly created by Elsa, who offers to guide them to her. When Anna's horse reports back to Arendelle without her, Hans sets out to find her along with the Duke's minions, whom the Duke secretly gives orders to kill Elsa. When Anna reaches the Ice Palace and reveals to Elsa that has... What has become of Arendelle, a horrified Elsa confesses she does not know how to undo her magic. Her fear causes her powers to manifest themselves once more and she accidentally freezes Anna's heart, mortally injuring her. 
In desperation to keep Anna safe, Elsa creates a giant snow monster named Marshmallow who chases Anna, Kristoff and Olaf away. Realising the effects of Elsa's spell on Anna, Kristoff takes her to the trolls, his adoptive family. Grandpappy reveals that Anna will free Solid unless an act of true love reverses the spell. Kristoff and Olaf race Anna back home so Hans can give her future her true love's kiss. Hans and his men reach Elsa's place, defeating Marshmallow who falls into a chasm and capturing Elsa. Anna is delivered to Hans but rather than kissing her, Hans reveals he was actually planning to seize the throne of Arendelle by eliminating both sisters. Hans locks a heartbroken Anna in a room to die and then manipulates the dignitaries and the Duke into believing that she died from Elsa's spell. He orders the Queen's execution only to discover that she has escaped her detention cell. Anna is freed by Olaf and they venture into the blizzard outside to meet Kristoff whom Olaf has revealed is in love with her. Hans confronts Elsa outside claiming that she killed Anna, causing Elsa to break down and abruptly stop the storm. Moments before Hans can kill Elsa, Anna leaps in the way and freezes solid, stopping Hans. Devastated, Elsa hugs and mourns over her sister who thaws out her heroism constituting an act of true love. Realising that love is the key to controlling her magic, Elsa dispels the eternal winter and gives Olaf a flurry small cloud to experience warmth. Hans is arrested and banished from Arendelle for his treason with Elsa, cancels the trade agreement with Wesselton to get back at the Duke. Anna gives Kristoff a new sleigh and the two kiss. The sisters are reunited and Elsa promises never to lock the castle gates again. The Origins The Snow Queen is an original fairy tale by Danish author Hans Christian Andersen. It was first published the 21st of December in 1844 in New Fairy Tales' first volume, second collection. The story centres on the struggle between good and evil, as experienced by Gerda and her friend Kay. The story is one of Anderson's longest and most highly acclaimed stories. It is regularly included in selected tales and collections of his work, and is frequently reprinted in illustrated storybook editions for children. The story is split into segments, and these segments are as follows. Segment 1. A Mirror and Its Fragments The devil in the form of a troll has made a magic mirror that distorts the appearance of everything that it reflects. The mirror reflects no good and beautiful aspects of people and things and magnifies their bad, ugly aspects. The troll's minions take the mirror all over the world to distort everything, then carry it up to heaven to mock God and the angels. As they approach heaven, the mirror trembles and falls, shattering into a billion pieces. Some become window panes, some spectacles, and others get stuck in people's hearts and eyes, giving them a cold and bitter disposition. The troll laughs himself sore at his mischief. Segment 2 Kay and Gerda Years later, the little boy Kay and little girl Gerda live next door to each other in the garrets of buildings with adjoining roofs in a large city. They could get from one's home to the others just by stepping over the gutters of each building. The two families grow vegetables and roses and window boxes placed on the gutters. Gerda and Kay have a window box garden to play in and they become devoted to each other as playmates and as close as, they, as if they were siblings. Gerda's grandmother tells a story of the Snow Queen, who is the ruler of the Snow Bees. 
which is snowflakes that look like bees. As bees have a queen, so do the snow bees, and she is seen where the snowflakes cluster the most. Looking out of his frosted window one winter, Kay sees the snow queen who beckons him to come with her. Kay draws back in fear from the window. By the following spring, Gerda has learned a song that she sings to Kay. Roses flower in the vale. There we hear child Jesus' tale. Because roses adorn the window box garden, the sight of roses always reminds Gerda of her love for Kay. On a summer day, splinters of the trolls mirror get into Kay's heart and eye. Kay becomes cruel and aggressive. He destroys their window box garden, he makes fun of Gerda's grandmother, and he no longer cares about Gerda, since everyone now appears bad and ugly to him. When winter comes again, the only things he finds no fault in are the snowflakes, which he studies through a magnifying glass. Kay goes out of his sled to play in the snowy market square and hitches it to a sleigh driven by a mysterious robbed figure. Robed figure. The sleigh drives through the town gate, going faster and faster through the countryside, then stops and the driver reveals herself to be the Snow Queen. She kisses Kay to numb him from the cold and again to make him forget about Gerda and his family. They fly together in the sleigh up into the clouds. Segment 3. The Magician Woman's Garden The people of the city conclude that Kay died in the nearby river. When spring arrives, Gerda goes to the river and offers it to her favourite red shoes if the river will return Kay. The shoes wash back to shore, so she climbs into a nearby boat to throw them out further. The boat is unmoored, drifts away from the shore, and becomes caught in the current. Gerda drifts until she reaches the home of an old woman, who pulls her to shore with the crooked staff. The woman is a sorceress and wants Gerda to stay with her forever, so she causes Gerda to forget Kay and causes all the roses in her garden to sink beneath the earth, since she knows that the sight of them will remain, remind Gerda of her friend. The woman lets Gerda in her flower garden day after day, where all of the flowers are in bloom, until one day she notices a rose in the woman's hat. She remembers Kay and begins to cry, and her tears raise one of the roses bushes from the ground. The roses assure her that Kay is not dead, since they could see all of the dead while they were underground. Gerda questions the other flowers, each sings its own song, but none have anything to say about Kay. Gerda flees the garden and discovers that Autumn has arrived while she was there. Segment 4 The Prince and the Princess Gerda meets a crow who tells her that he may have seen Kay. He explains that a clever princess as in the land decided that she could get married as soon as she could find a man good for conversation. For two days, men met the princess in hopes of marrying her, but upon meeting her, they were tongue-tied. On the third day, a small fellow with shabby clothes walked confidently into the palace and won over the princess by listening to her. Gerda sneaks into the palace with the crow, but finds that the prince is not Kay after all. She is offered hospitality in the palace, but instead asks for a horse, carriage and boots so she can continue looking for Kay. Segment 5. The Little Robber Girl while travelling in the carriage, Gerda is captured by robbers. Her life is spared when a little robber girl demands to have Gerda as a playmate. They ride together to the robber's castle, where the girl's pet doves tell Gerda that they saw Kay when he was carried away by the Snow Queen in the direction of Lapland. The captive reindeer Bay tells her that he knows how to get to Lapland since it is his home. 
Segment 6 The Lap Woman and Fin Woman The robber girl frees Gerda and the reindeer to travel north to the Snow Queen's palace. They make two stops, first the Lap Woman's home and then at Finn's woman home. The Finn woman tells the reindeer that the secret of Gerda's unique power is to save Kay is in her sweet and innocent child's heart. I can give her no greater power than she has already, said the woman. Don't you see how strong that is? How men and animals are obliged to serve her and how well she has got through the world, barefooted as she is? She cannot receive any power from me greater than she has now, which consists in her own purity and innocence of heart. If she cannot herself obtain access to the Snow Queen and remove the glass fragments from little Kay, we can do nothing to help her. The final segment in the Snow Queen's Palace When Gerda reaches the Snow Queen's Palace, she is halted by the snowflakes guarding it. She prays the Lord's Prayer, which causes her to breathe to take the shape of angels, who resist the snowflakes and allow Gerda to enter the palace. Gerda finds Kay alone and almost immobile as a frozen lake, which the Snow Queen calls the Mirror of Reason, on which her throne sits. Kay is engaged in the task that the Snow Queen gave him. He must use pieces of ice like a Chinese puzzle to form characters and words. If he is able to form the word the Snow Queen told him to spell, she will release him from the power and give him a pair of skates. Gerda runs up to Kay and kisses him, and he is saved by the power of her love. Gerda weeps warm tears on him, melting his heart and burning away the mirror splinter inside. As a result, Kay bursts into tears, which dislodge the splinter from his eye and becomes cheerful and healthy again. He remembers Gerda and the two dance around so joyously that the splinters of Ice Kay had been playing with are caught up into the dance. When they tire of dancing, the splinters fall down to spell eternity, the very word Kay was trying to spell. Kay and Gerda leave the Snow Queen's domain with the help of the reindeer, the Finn woman and the Lap woman. They meet the robber girl and from there they walk back to their home. Kay and Gerda find that everything at home is the same and that it is they who have changed. They are now grown up and are also delighted to see that it is summertime. At the end, the grandmother reads a passage from the Bible. Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. That brings us to the end of episode 5, Frozen. Again, my name is Ebony. This is the FilmSpark podcast. And join us next time for episode 6, Pinocchio.